everybody and welcome back to another episode of Inside Thoughts Out Loud. I am your lovely host, Karita, and this is... I'm Chanel. Lovely host. You should be familiar with who we are by now. Just in case. But we'll always introduce myself just in case we meet newcomers because we want the newbies. Come on, newbies. The newbies. Come on over. Visit us. Okay, as usual, we're going to jump right into it. We talk to our... What are they? Followers? People? Our peeps. Yeah, our homies. And we asked them a question, and Chanel's going to let you know what that question is. Yes. So we asked our homies a question on Instagram. Make sure you're following us. Um, if you are arrested, what would your friends and family think you did? Like, what would they assume you were behind bars for? No questions asked, just an assumption. So, well, <laughs> I'm going to say um, we had a few responses. Murder was one of them. Yeah. Um, arson, um, breaking the law for family. I, we're going to get to these guys. Arson. I think I said arson. You did say arson. And punching someone in the face. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to speak on behalf of myself and say that for the people who know me intimately, <laughs> you know who you are. It's about three of you. Um, <laughs> it, for me, it would likely be the, the, the big um, X. Oh gosh. Yeah. Because I'm like the kind of person who goes from, we're good. To, oh, you've you've done that You're thing. Die now. You've taken me to the edge. Zero to one hundred. Now it's time for you to go, go meet okay. your maker. Well, you know what? I'm actually gonna go with one of the people who said arson, and and everyone who knows me knows it would definitely be arson because <laughs> she's <laughs> because a fire starter. Anyone calls me with a problem, like you want to burn their house down? What are we gonna burn? <laughs> and you know why this happened to me? I'm going to blame waiting to exhale when Angela Bassett puts everything in the car, sets it on fire, and walks away. That is such an iconic scene. I know. I'm obsessed <laughs> with it. When she does that, I was like, yes. yes Burn those suits. They were probably thousands of dollars. It wasn't even just that. It was like the passion. Was just pulling she, everything off the rack. First of all, it in the car. I was like, I want to do that. I'm not angry enough to do it. But if you could look as good as Angela Bassett in that moment, Angela, I'd be yeah. lighting everything on everything. fire. Oh, that was my... And then it... Oh, just that... My that scene, scene is. I'm. You're gonna. I'm gonna put a clip in of that moment. Please if I can do. Find it no. Put the when she. Boom. Boom. That's what I want. I like when she's walking. When she flicks her cigarette, like. Mm, yeah. Ah. Boom. Yes. But anyway. Oh my gosh. So arson is interesting. <laughs> Punching someone in the face. I feel like I know a few people who would get in trouble for this because. Yeah. They're not like the full. I'm gonna take you all the way out. I'm just gonna give you a little one two like make you learn your lesson and step back. Like if you've come in my bubble, I gotta pop you one. So we're not punching and running. We're just. Hunt, well, Punching. yeah, you got to stand your ground. We're not okay. runners out here in these right. streets. I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm out. then we've got breaking the law for family. I feel yeah. like this is one that a lot of people can relate to. Like if you've done something to my loved ones, mm-hmm. again, child, mother, sister, yeah. brother, like, you know, that takes a lot of people to a place that they're not, they don't think they can go to. Yeah. And they don't so, go there often. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like hurting someone on behalf of your family yeah. in a lot of ways is justified. I remember I saw one case where a man had executed somebody um, because he found that the person had um, assaulted his daughter mm-hmm. and he stood in front of the judge and he was like, I caught him, I did what I did and I would do it again. I have no remorse. When you mess with my family, this is the consequence. Ooh, and he, is that? It, no, it's a person. Like It's oh, not it's a movie. A real thing? Yeah, it was like oh, a little okay. clip for you know, true crime. We do true crime over here. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I have no qualms about it. I would mm. do it again to protect I'll my family. Yeah, nice. And, like, that's, like, the real deal thing when it comes to family protection. So, I like this question, and I like these answers. Um, Arson, um, what do you get from the feeling of lighting things on fire? 
Oh, I don't want to know anymore, actually. You don't want to know. <laughs> that response is a little concerning. And, and, and I'm also not going to put it online because true, true. the government's watching me. Yes, they are now. They are. The Bill C. Yeah. Whatever. So they're going to... Don't 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 um censor us, please. We're just don't joking. Don't just assume because someone I know's house was on fire that I did it just because of this video. <laughs> she's just, she's literally incriminating her <laughs> Just don't assume it was me. No, it wasn't. She was here. We were... We I was, were we're recording. We're Thank you. Okay. We're here the whole Let's, time. We're gonna move on from this stuff yeah, before we get we in trouble. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, so we're gonna What's jump next? into hot topics, and I'm gonna talk about something that, if you know me, you know I don't actually talk about, but I am always here for the drama, for the tea, <laughs> for the for the for the breakdown of the Kardashians. Oy, oy, so this oy. past week, the Kardashian trailer for the new season came out. I think they moved their show from whatever to Hulu. If I'm wrong. Correct me. I don't really care. And if you're going to correct us, put it in the comments. Yes. Um, and in the trailer, there's a moment where they're talking about how Courtney and Kim have a rift that's kind of gotten bad. You've seen the, the, the snippets where they, they're they fighting and Kim oh, is man, walloping it. her with the I'm purse. And Courtney's, Whack. yeah. So they've always had a rivalry. And I guess this past season that they recorded, it looks like Courtney feels like Kim Used, yeah, like she used her wedding with uh, Travis as a means for public public um opportunity for an opportunity for the show or publicity or whatever the case is, and it looks like it's caused a rift that might be irreparable. Think now, so? I mean, because of the things that they've always had between each other, mm-hmm. Courtney always feeling like Kim thinks that she's top of the family when Courtney's the oldest, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So I can understand that feeling like not because you bring in the most money you think they're you run the show, but that's how Kim seemingly operates. Yeah. I am the head honcho aside from mommy Chris. I run the show mm-hmm. and you know, cause I feel like Courtney often dissents and breaks the rules because she doesn't want to be told because she is grown. Yeah. So this season trailer has people thinking that there's going to be a whole bunch of drama. Guess what? I'm probably not going to watch it. So this might be the only time you hear me talk about it, True. <laughs> but I'm interested to find out if there is a breakdown of the family unit, because I think that the Kardashians are like the Royal family. Mm-hmm. We keep talking about them, but nobody really cares. Yeah. <laughs> nobody really cares. And we're tired of them. I feel like they've done a lot in the, we just know too much anyways. It's like, uh, my thing is we don't need to know all this. I will say, I feel like I've seen photos of them together since then, and they've also done multiple birthday parties, and I don't understand the point of the show posting that when we know, like, it's filmed so long ago, so I I feel like... And that's the thing, like, when you see these things, you think to yourself, is the family, is the family unit, like, messed up? Is something wrong with them? Yeah. Possibly, or is it all for publicity? That in and of itself makes me feel like... That's what makes it questionable. Like, do I really want to feed into this whole Kim and Courtney thing, because... Is episode two will probably just be them cool. They're gonna probably have like one sentence where they address it. Yeah. In the first editing, episode, editing. Where they're like, I'm, Kim did this at my wedding, and then the next episode, it's like, well, we're not even gonna talk about this yeah. anymore. So yeah. you know, I'm interested to see where that kind of goes. But um, and if you guys watch the show, because we're not gonna watch the show, yeah. let us know where what happens. And if you guys want us to watch an episode in particular to discuss, I'm open to that. The whole mm-hmm. season, I can't de- dedicate I can't that kind of time. It, no. 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 Um, but one of the things that the Kardashians do participate in that we want to kind of jump into, which is going to be our topic of the day, is interracial dating. Ooh. Kim dates black dudes and white dudes. And Chloe. Chloe dates, I think, mostly white black dudes. Black dudes. Kylie dates black dudes. black dudes. And Kendall dates black. From what I remember, black dudes. 
So, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about I don't their know who dating else lives. Is, so, yeah. The younger ones, I mean. Or they're, or they're usually racially ambiguous. But anyway, the topic of the day is interracial relationships. Yes. What they look like from the outside looking in as a person who participates in them. What do you think of an interracial relationship when you see one on the street? And what have you faced if you've, again, participated in an interracial relationship? So mm-hmm. I'll say I participate in an in interracial relationships and interracial dating mm-hmm. when I was single. I did date, ironically, predominantly European guys. Um, I tried to date one black guy, but I often have this unique thing where sorry, kitty. black guys are, we build a relationship that comes to be one of almost like brotherly love. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a unique camaraderie. So it's very rare that I had instances where the relationship moved past the friendship zone. Okay. I have one or two instances, but like dating, my dating history is predominantly white males. Mm-hmm. And with that came the judgment of. You are self-hating. Oh, you don't like your skin color. Right. You're especially because I'm dark skinned. Mm-hmm. You hate yourself. You want to be white. Yes. Um, you want him to do the things that you think he will do that black men don't do. Yeah. And it's just like so much deeper than that. It goes well, I think really it starts with connection, who you connect with, right? And then and then it grows from there, right? So whoever you are in alignment with or connecting with, it's gonna grow from that point. So and, I feel like a lot of people take, I mean, if it was, if that was the case, then the very first interracial relationship I was in would have worked. Mm -hmm. It didn't because there were things missing. There's things you want as a person, as an individual, as a human, not as a race, Mm -hmm. you know, that is important. Some people will argue cultural connection is valuable. Mm -hmm. I, from growing up, based on my experience, it is to a point. Mm -hmm. There are some things that if the person loves you, they'll be willing to learn. They'll be willing. Let me ask you something. Just like, yeah. Majority. Mm-hmm. Which men try to pick you up the most? White or black? Out on the streets? Yes. White. There you go. Bam. See? Example right there. Yeah. Black men, you're not stepping in. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you're going to connect with who's going to reach out to you and make that, like, take that approach. And get, I'll be honest with you guys. Yeah. I date both, but the majority that pick me up are white men. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I, thought, I don't know what it is. Like the ones that will step up and say, I'm interested or I'd like to take you out or I'm attracted to you or any of that stuff that's like you're starting the process. Mm-hmm. White men will get to the finish line a lot faster only because they're stepping mm-hmm. and they're taking that step. So, so. for me, that's always been my issue. The follow through mm-hmm. when it comes to being pursued. I always felt like for me, and again, this is my experience, yeah. not all black women's, for me, the, the, the guys that approached me followed through more. Mm-hmm. The black men who approached me didn't always follow through. Yeah. Now, you could argue, well, maybe you were more harsh maybe with them. Maybe yeah. da, 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 da. I feel like when I'm evaluating a man, there are certain things on a clipboard that I'm looking at that have nothing to do with race. And when I'm having a conversation with you and I'm telling you the things that I'm interested in or I want to try, and your response is, black people don't do that. Oh, God. I'm instantly like, girl, please. I do whatever I want. I said that I've Anytime been interested in rock climbing. Black people don't do that. Um, that I like the idea of, uh, that's pretty much it. But that one topic had this one male, like his mind was blown. That that's what I wanted to do as a, as a date. Mm-hmm. And my now husband, our second or third date, 
was indoor rock climbing mm-hmm. because he was just like interesting not really interested yeah. but you say you're interested in it why not try it yeah so for me it's been about the follow through the 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 the, the desire and the willingness to try something that you're not that you don't do on a regular basis amen and i think that this was something and for me like obviously it's not a white black thing i've had multiple relationships mm-hmm. with all di- different races for the most part but i have found it's usually uh, a black man that will say oh well why do you do that that's for white people i do find that quite a bit yeah and if you don't like going to the cottage just say you don't like to go to the cottage but you'll try it out if you don't like doing things like just, don't just tell me you don't like things just try it like be open to the experience i am open to all experiences I'll anytime someone's like, Oh, do you want to do this? I'm like, mm-hmm. not sure if I want to do it, but I would love to try it and then see how I feel about it. But I'm not really a, no, I'm not doing that. I don't like it unless I've tried it and I didn't like it. And I think maybe this might be generationally speaking too. I feel like the younger <clears throat> people today, black, white, brown, they're down to do just about anything yeah. because again, generationally, but I feel like for us growing up for our generational millennials, um, the men that I interacted with, it was very much like a, we could go to my boys, we could go to your friends, we could go to the movies, we could go to a barbecue in the summer, so, you know, a block party, but like the, let's go, oh, maybe we could go to a food festival if it's the right kind of food. It, it was, I always felt like there was a limitation on what we were allowed to do, what we were allowed to like, what we were allowed to say, yeah. feel, kind of music I listened to. Um, so I always felt like I was being put in a box. I didn't want to be put yeah, in. Yeah, you don't want to be in a box. Exactly. So I, I, I removed my, I removed that box by dating the people who were less about judging what I liked or what I wanted to do and more about being like, let's try it out. Yeah. And there, and in turn, encouraging me to try things I didn't try before. Um, but with that came judgment from family, oh. not all family, like really? my mom, very supportive. My, it was more so. But what was the issue if they're not in it? If they're not in the relationship, what does it matter? Like, well, Honestly, what was the problem? her concern was that my, I was putting myself in danger of my partner using the N-word. And I thought to myself, that is such a small-minded way of thinking. It's possible for anybody on the what street. What do you mean for him to use it? Like at, derogatory? At, yeah. At me. She's like, what if you guys get an argument and he calls you the N-word? And I was like, why is that your... Like, I mean, I've only ever heard white strangers. <laughs> nobody who I'm choosing no to date. No one I've ever even chosen to associate with has used that word with I, me. And I feel like if you're dating a woman of color, you know, unless you're really trying to... I think he's going to be more men are more likely to call you a bitch than they are to call you. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like if you're dating a woman of color, why would you... Obviously, in my mind, I'm thinking that's not something that you're going to throw derogatorily at me. Mm-hmm. Now, if you do, yes, okay, knuckle up, we're going to fight. But it's... <laughs> If it wasn't on my radar. It's something. not even on the list of things that you're concerned about. Exactly. Point, yeah. And that was her one response. What if he, and I'm like, that's all you've got. What if he does this thing that, that, okay, well, if he does, that, what if I went into the bank and somebody in the bank called me that uh, again, that's life, right? Mm-hmm. You respond to the situations as they come, but for you to come up with this very unique uh, potential experience to tell me that's why you're not going to do it. Fine. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I'm not going to say what her situation is, is, but I'm married. She's not. Yeah. She chose what she chose. Yeah. So it's, again, for me, it comes down to the person you pick, who they are to yeah. you, the, the connections you have, the, 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 the interests that you have, and also 
how you manage your differing interests. Mm-hmm. Me and my husband don't have a lot of the same interests. Yeah. We have some some similar core values, some different. But we also have come to a point of understanding that that's not something he does. That's not something I do or support. So we leave those particular conversations or topics yeah. off the table. Mm-hmm. Because we know, and there are some topics that are going to stay off the table. Not even just for interracial. Exactly. In general, like if I'm in a relationship with someone, I'm not going to talk to them about politics or how much money we're making. Because I notice that sometimes like, is I this can... early on dating, or is this like in a deep, like long term relationship? Just in general, it's not something I'm going to bring up to go back and forth with somebody on. Like okay, your polit, like what your beliefs are when it comes to politicians and stuff like that i find whether we have the same um ideas or we don't Mm -hmm. bringing that up as a topic is going to Mm. cause friction more times than not because there's just going to be i just there's certain topics i'm just not even going to put on the table i feel like that about things like um the death penalty very specific topics yeah because i know my stance on those things so i know if i bring them up and i argue my point and you are adamantly against it mm-hmm. we're, there's this is already not worth going further yeah. so i can understand like certain certain topics i feel like politics especially nowadays might be hard to avoid mm-hmm. maybe not the first well, when, second I guess or third like when date. you're married or you're like yeah in a like a long-term thing or you're living together or like early dating yeah yeah no i agree like there's just certain things i just don't put out there for until like we're really Mm-hmm. good but what if you start dating somebody and he's white mm-hmm. and he has he supports everything blm but he also supports trump and well, you didn't discuss this the, before here's the thing i have like the only con like i i did uh date a white guy before and he had some things that i didn't we had different opinions mm-hmm. about things mm-hmm. and i didn't like it mm-hmm. but i also realized that like I had certain opinions that he didn't like as well, like as well. Mm. And the thing is that's based on experience. That's based on life experience. That's based on, this is how you lived your life. And this is how I live my life. Even if someone supports Trump, I don't know the meaning behind that. It might have nothing to do with his racial beliefs. Mm -hmm. It might have to do with the fact that he's a rich white man. He can do whatever he wants, or he talks and says foolishness. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what, why you support Trump, but, I'm not going to judge someone who supports Trump. I am going to judge someone who says, I support Trump and I want all black people dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there's going to have to be more to it. (laughs) Like, there's going to have to be more to it where I'm like, ah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. What is it that you support about Trump? Yeah. Why? I'm saying I know the reasons why I don't support Trump and why I do not want to see him as president. But I also don't live in America and it really does not it's not at the top of my priority list to walk around being like, I hate Trump. So you, so basically you feel like if you can have an intelligible conversation about why you've got the views that you've got, yeah. we can respectfully we can, yes. agree to disagree. Yeah. Agreed. Because, but, but like if you're, if you're just, cause I don't, well, think, I feel like if they were just like, I love Trump and I want black people dead, they weren't dating you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I've dated some guys who have said, <laughs> what? You're not like them. I've heard that a lot. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's another thing. Yes. That's another one. That's another thing. We're not you. Them. No, I know. You guys are different. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, we're not. We're actually not different. I feel like with so. dating interracially, some 
people within our culture and race think that that's where we are. Mm-hmm. Like I get a lot of, oh, you date a, your, your husband is white or you date a white guy. So you don't believe in A, B, and C, or you can't believe in A, B, and C. Let me make something very explicitly <laughs> clear to you people who say this, oh boy. whether my husband or my partner or my girlfriend is white or not, will never take away from the black experience that I take and yeah. live with every day. Whether black, go to sleep black. Whether I go into the bank experience is black. with my husband yeah. or not, the teller is seeing me, mm-hmm. she sees this face. Yeah. Whether he's white or not, she's judging this face. Yeah. So nothing about my partner takes away from my blackness or my black experience. Because when I'm on the street by myself, they only see this first. Yeah. They judge this first. So anytime anybody goes, oh, well, you're you're not like them. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm, I'm blackity black, 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 black. That my husband is white. And that is not going to change. It's not going to change. No. I actually, there was a white woman. I'm, I'm not going to say we're friends. We're friendly. But she made a comment about how I speak. And she's like, oh, like, proper yeah but she was like a white woman who spoke like tried to act like she was a black Mm. woman and so she used to comment on me and how i did things as a black woman and i sent this to her and i'm gonna put it out there to everybody else exposure you can go out there and say yo and act Mm. all you know aggressive and you can go back to that same room and they're going to give you another chance to show a new face. If I walk in there and I act that way, I'm that way forever. Forever. That's my title forever. Thank you. So how I present myself is based off of my experience living in this skin. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to walk around talking like that just to look cool because to me, it's not a, it's not a big sign that says I'm cool. And when it's over my head, it's it's not a cool thing. We're not saying that how anybody talks is correct or yeah. incorrect. But based on the environment we work in, the people who we work with... You can speak whatever way you want. Yeah, yeah. but you also have to know that if you're trying to get to a certain place, speaking clearly, clearly and quote-unquote correctly is beneficial. Now, I grew up... Do, we also have the ability to code switch. Yeah. When you're around you and I, yes, we exactly. can speak one way. If I'm at a family function. Exactly. Nine times in ten, I'm cursing. I'm going to be cursing and just saying whatever the hell I want. But it depends who's in the room. And But I'm not going to do that to fit in. I'm no. Gonna, I'm not going to do that. Exactly. Like, not everybody speaks that way. Not everybody's got the Toronto slang, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we don't we always... Do it if we need to. Man's <laughs> don't always got to speak like that. I speak like that around my friends who are, ironically, a, an eclectic <laughs> group of black, brown, white. And yeah. we all spoke like that because we grew up in Brampton and we yes. grew up in our high school. Everybody talked <laughs> everybody like that. Everybody spoke like that. Except exactly. for the Genos. They were... Exactly. So, for me, code switching is valuable because I feel like as black women, we need that. But I don't code switch to fit in. Mm-hmm. I code switch based on my environment. Yep. Now, your mama code switch when she went to her work and she was black. I yep. promise you. Even if she worked in an all-black office, if she answered that phone, thank you for calling <laughs> Air Canada. How can I help you? Because that's how you have to operate. Yep. But I don't want anybody to ever look at me and tell me because my husband is white, I speak a certain way. No. I really don't. I, I You speak that way in general. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So, And if you know me, you know that. If you know me, even an ounce... I don't, once you, once I'm comfortable around you, you will see the la- many layers of me. And I think many people, yeah. black, white, brown, black, white, any, you're just going to be different depending on your environment. Yeah. yeah. Adaptability. And there are some people who are like, I'm not going to change for no one, nowhere. Good on you, Good man. On you. That's Good. for you. 
I can't operate that way in this world because I am a black woman. Yep. And then it's, it's doubly difficult because my partner is Caucasian, mm-hmm. because people think that I'm putting on airs, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's an exhaustive thing to say when you see a person who's an inter- in, in an interracial relationship that they're different. Now, I also know an interracial couple who are black woman, white male, who both speak the same. Yeah. They grew up in you know, the metropolitan city, different cities, but metropolitan is not just the same. And they both have the same way of talking. Yeah. And they're, nobody looks at them differently. You could argue that her husband is like, you've got like, okay, so like there's spectrums of white and there's spectrums of black, right? <laughs> so in, in his case, his, his spectrum of white is like, he's not like country. He's not like uber urban. He's mm-hmm. just a dude. Yeah. And, my, a dude. and the, and the black woman is the same. She's just a black woman. She works in the corporate world, so she can code switch, but she doesn't feel like when she's amongst her partner or amongst her friends or family, mm-hmm. that there's much of a change that happens. So basically what I'm trying to say is, is that it, it, like Chanel said, it, it has to come down to your walk of life, mm-hmm. where you grew up, your who, you, who you hang out with, where you work. Um, you know, your friend group, what that looks like, your differing friend groups. The reality is, is, is that we are all adaptable and we are all adapting. We're all changing based on our environment. Mm -hmm. So don't look at an interracial couple and assume she's, she's washed. Now there might be some black women. There's no such thing. We got to get rid of that word. The washed? The washed. There's no washed. You, you either speak a certain way or you act a certain way based off of how you were raised and the environment, where you were raised. I can tell you right now, when I was growing up in school, I went to all-white school, I had a teacher who, anytime I said the words wrong or didn't say it correctly, mm. he would make me repeat it over and over again, but not tell me that I'm saying it wrong. He'd be like, say it again, say that again, say that again. I'm not going to point out who this teacher is, but he literally traumatized me in terms of how to speak, and I would read the dictionary and learn how to pronounce oh, words wow. and... But not everybody knows that, Mm -hmm, but some mm -hmm. people just assume like, oh, no, you speak that way because you're around white people. No, I'm speaking that way because it was literally... So was he mocking you? Yes. Wow. (laughs) Yes, yes. But that trauma made me learn, like, you know, I'm going to learn how to say these words properly. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of trauma that was behind that, but I'm saying people will say, oh, it's because you have a lot of white friends. I do have a lot of white friends. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of white friends because most of them were the people I went to school with were white and mm-hmm. most of the people in my work environment mm-hmm. is white, right? So most of the people that I'm connecting with tend to be white. I also have black friends. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I just, I don't even like the word whitewashed or mm. Oreo or all, any of that stuff that says that you need to behave or speak a certain way to show your culture because that's yeah. not true. It's just, it's not like the, the black girls who grew up in the valley, they are that way because they saw that because mm-hmm. they felt like in order to assimilate to, especially, especially when you're in middle school or mm-hmm. high school, it doesn't matter the race. It matters about fitting in. Yeah. Now you can argue, yes, fitting in, it can be considered problematic, but when you're flipping 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, that shit doesn't matter. Yeah. What matters is feeling like you're a part of a community, whether you deem that community the right a community for that person or not, yeah. is beyond them. They just want to feel like they have a place to call their own. Yeah. So the black and if you girls don't live in England. How are you going to start speaking? 
eventually when you're around that a lot you're gonna start to have that accent i mean when i watch uk shows i'll be speaking yes sometimes i do and i'm like you grew up in ireland (laughs) you're gonna have an irish an irish accent and i'm saying so if you are a black woman and you have an irish accent you're not gonna go and say oh she's pretending to be irish like no she grew up in ireland excellent example (laughs) so yeah the girls who live in the valley who are like oh my god today i went to get starbies eh that's just yeah. how she yeah, how probably she grew up. And She's again, living her best life, so keep your comments to yourself. Leave her alone. <laughs> that doesn't make her any less black. Again, whether she goes into the bank and she's like, hi, honey, I want to deposit this $5 bill. She's still being judged because she's black. Yeah. It doesn't matter how she speaks. And if her husband is white or her boyfriend is white, again, she's still black. You know what because they see us first. Fresh Prince Bel-Air. Poor little Carlton. Oh, remember when Will was like getting on him about not being black, black enough, enough, and he's just like, "My, I'm, I'm black no matter what happens." He's like, "Growing up here doesn't make me less black." That's Having an excellent example. It. He's like, "I am black every moment of my life. That's my experience." He's Even just when, like, do you remember when he was um applying for that the 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 American thing? Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Fraternity. That's what that's what episode I'm talking about. And that about. man was like, he, he's not, he's, he's not, not he's enough. not one of us. He's yeah. not a brother. And Carlton's like. I am exactly that because of my skin color, mm-hmm. not because that's what makes me a brother, not because of how I behave or act or speak or yeah, I'm just over it. I'm over it. And it's something that, you know, we have to, ex- we have to deal with all the time. It's just like, if you don't do this, you're not black enough. If you mm-hmm. don't do this, you're not Canadian enough. If you don't do this, you're not, I'm just tired of people feeling like they get to tell me who I am based off of like five minutes. And, and, and I feel like, because I feel myself, especially mm-hmm. online on social media, TikTok, when there's a video uh, of an interracial couple and there are people in the comments going, oh, yeah, well, she doesn't. And I I feel the need to avoid those arguments. I'm, oh, boy. I, I'm, I'm a yeah. debater by heart. Like, I studied law. I will debate about just about whether ketchup should have sugar in it or not. <laughs> I will debate about anything. But the topic I don't touch because my partner is Caucasian is that one mm-hmm. because I feel like the minute someone tries to discredit my blackness because my partner is white, I lose my capability of arguing in a rational way. Yes, exactly. because now I feel like you're just coming from a place of ignorance. Yeah. So it and and anytime someone is bringing up something that is so irrelevant to your character and who you are as your a experience. person, your your if if your focus point is someone's skin color mm-hmm. and that is your only focus point and your only argument. You lost the argument. Flat. I'm not here for that argument. And they will double down hardcore. How could you be for... I've seen people say, how can you be for... Bla- how can you be for black love? How can you support black love if your partner is white? What do you mean? Why wouldn't I? I love the black couple. I love the black and Asian couple. I love the white and Asian couple. I love I really, love. I love love. And I don't give a shit. And I hate it when people... Oh, my gosh. I think I, like, I had a black guy tell me before, oh you only like white guys because I said I'm not into him. Oh, because he, and he knew because about your I past, wasn't right? Into, yeah, but I've dated black, I've dated every race. Yeah, but the minute you date a white but guy. But the moment yeah. that I dated a white guy, you don't like black men anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, that is not true. No, I very no. much love all, I love, I love, all I love happy relationships. I love long, healthy love. That's it. Like when I see it, a black couple on, on Instagram or TikTok, and I'm like, I love this because it's, happiness it's mm-hmm. love it's a person with their with their person let that person be with their person and yep. that goes for gay as well yep if that's your person what that got to do with my bills what that got to do with what i eat when i cook dinner nothing what that have to do with the, the, the pillow i put my head on at night yep. nothing and god's not gonna ask you that 
Yeah, he's not worried about what you thought you Cheryl did. you come to heaven or wherever, whatever it is you believe in, no higher power is going to ask you what you thought about other people. They're going to ask you what you brought to the table and how you lived your life. So and they'll probably about it. They'll probably ask you how you treated other yeah, people. That weren't so, like you. Exactly. So if you're going around judging people with. because of who they love, well, you're already off to the, you're yeah, already off, you're off the wrong foot. Wrong, wrong, wrong start. Yeah. 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 So to the white women dating black men, you're not taking them away from me. You're experiencing love. I'm happy for you. I don't care. That's black, <laughs> black men dating. I don't know. I just said that. No, you said white women dating black men. Oh yeah. But well, yeah. black men dating women. <laughs> black men dating black whoever. Black women dating white men. Live your best life. Black women dating Asian men. Do it up. I love it for you. Black women dating Indian men. Go for it. Live your best life, guys. Honestly, date who you want to date. Date who, age-wise, whatever it is, don't let other people dictate what you do. I feel like people need to stop spending so much time. Like, mm-hmm. we go about the world and we're, we're interacting with you people every day. You don't know how long day. you're here. Live your freaking life. Why are you spending so much time and expending so much energy judging what someone else does? Yeah. Again, how does it affect your paycheck? How does it affect your health? If it doesn't, why are you so Move pressed? It. Let it go. Let it. Let them be... Like the song says, let it be, <laughs> let let it be and let them be and move on because yep. there's nothing that's going to cause you to feel like you need to, you can't change them because mm-hmm. you're mad about it. So why, why give that energy to them? Why even be mad about it? <laughs> well, you know, that's a topic for another day. Honestly. We could go on about this for like another two hours, but we're not going to. No. So we're just going to end this with. Just live a nice, happy, healthy, abundant life. Be who you need to be. Grow. Connect with the people that you want to connect with. And don't let anyone else get in the way of that. Let love be. Let happiness be. Find your own happiness and your own love. And mind your business. Yeah. But don't (laughs) mind your business to the point where you're not liking, sharing, and commenting on this video. So do that. And then mind your business. Okay? (laughs) Like, comment, share, subscribe. And then mind your business. Rate us on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify because we're on there. We need the love. We need the support. Mm-hmm. We need the feedback as always. We welcome your feedback. We all we welcome the conversations in the comments section down below. Yep. Let us know what you thought about our podcast. Until next time. Bye. Bye.